Ernest, what's up? Look, I want to put you on to something that's been making waves in the personal finance world. If you've been relying on Mint to manage your finances, I got some news that might startle you at first. Mint is no more. But hold on, because every cloud has its silver lining. And in this case, that lining is Monarch Money. For those of us searching for a robust, user-friendly alternative, Monarch Money is stepping up to the plate. And from personal experience, it's hitting a home run. Let's get personal for a moment. Managing finances can be a maze of confusion, stress, and time consumption. Believe me, I've been there, jumping from one finance app to another, hoping to find that one platform that simplifies everything. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design transformed my approach to managing finances. What truly sets Monarch apart for me, though, is its collaboration feature. With money being a top Discord trigger for many couples, the ability to seamlessly manage finances with my wife has been a game changer. No extra costs, just shared goals and clarity. But Monarch isn't just about managing your current finances, it's about building your future. Saving for that dream house, your wedding, or a once in a lifetime vacation becomes not just a possibility, but a reality with Monarch's intuitive tools. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal held it as the best app for savings growth. Monarch Money represents the next evolution in personal finance apps. It's an ad-free haven where your experience is the priority, constantly refined based on real user feedback. It's everything we've been asking for, intuitive, powerful, and relentlessly focused on user satisfaction. Now, for a bit more practicality, Monarch makes transitioning from Mint a breeze ensuring you can bring all your tags and categories with you. It's intuitive design, customization options, and commitment to privacy and an ad-free experience make it stand out in the sea of competitors. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash leisure. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash leisure for your extended 30-day free trial. Earners, what's up? Look, I want to give y'all a little peek behind the curtain of producing Earn Your Leisure. It's a lot more than just sitting down and chatting. It involves meticulous planning, recording, editing, and then promoting each episode to ensure it reaches all of you. And if you picked up any of our merch, then you know there's a whole extra layer of logistics from inventory management to shipping. Running a podcast is like running a small business. And speaking of business, I know many of you entrepreneurs are involved in e-commerce. You understand how crucial it is to streamline operations and cut costs wherever possible. That's why I want to talk to you about ShipStation, the multi-carrier shipping solution that integrates seamlessly with all your online sales channels. It's all about optimizing your shipping, connecting with expert partners, and freeing up more of your time to focus on scaling your business. Now let's talk about our experience with ShipStation. This tool has been a game changer for us, especially with automating routine tasks. Being able to manage everything from one dashboard and print shipping labels with just a click, absolute lifesavers. Plus, the discounts we get on shipping costs are incredible. Honestly, it feels like we're saving thousands. And as our show and merch sales have grown, ShipStation's robust automation and reporting features have helped us keep up without missing a beat. For those of you who get overwhelmed by order volumes, ShipStation's easy-to-use dashboard is a dream come true. You can import orders from any sales channel, apply shipping preferences automatically, and handle customer service issues right there. 
Not to mention the savings with up to 89% off carrier rates like UPS, DHL Express, and USPS. It's no wonder over 130,000 companies stick with ShipStation long-term. So, are you ready to turn your shipping challenges into growth opportunities? Head over to ShipStation.com and use promo code EARN for a free 60-day trial. Again, that's ShipStation.com, promo code EARN. Start streamlining your shipping and scaling your business today. My graduates from my school being Forbes, backdrop. Backdrop. <laughs> a mic drop. Backdrop. Backdrop. Earners is 2021, the year of execution. In order to execute, we have to have information. And the number one place to get the information, EYL University. Shadi, tell them what we bring in. Yes, EYL University has been reloaded. We already have 100 past webinars. We already have weekly webinars. We already have our private investment group on Facebook. We already have monthly financial planning calls. We already have bi-weekly real estate calls. But what has been added to EYL University this year is access to MG the Mortgage Guys Home Buyers Blueprint, which walks you through the home buying process from A to Z. And what has also has been added, breaking news alert. Yeah, Everybody always news. asks to be in our group How chat. In and when we talk about all the investment plays that we are making, we are going to have investment calls, group chat calls with me, Troy, and the whole team and walk you through our plays that we're making and give you insight into our portfolios. All of that for 75% off. That's right. We are doing a blowout sale, 75% off for a limited time only. Go to EYLUniversity.com right now and sign up. See you on the other side. All right, guys. Welcome back. EYL ATL edition, 85 South edition. The coldest edition. <laughs> the yeah. coldest. That's a fact. So Earn your 85. That's a fact. That's a fact, man. So if you watch us, you know that um, we always collaborate with, with great people. And um, shout out to Chico Bean, the first 85 Southfer yeah. we had on. Like that. Yeah, yeah. The first one that we had on. So it was only right that we had to double back with not only one, but two. One you definitely do know. The other one you probably don't know. But Should you know. What's up? My name Carlos Miller. <laughs> wait, wait. You, you forgot the Bernard part. You forgot the Bernard part. <laughs> yeah. Carlos Miller, man, the star, one of the funniest dudes on earth. We was actually... We was just at their spot yesterday, and we were saying, like, yo, this dude's improv skills is crazy. Different level. Nah, it's not like, genius level. Yeah, yeah. Talented, talented. Yeah. Extremely talented dude. Needs no introduction. I know you've seen it on Wild Out. You watch 85 South religiously. You check in. You, you yeah. staff every in. Every week, all, every million of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a million episode. That's a fact. And uh, who you might not know is uh, Chad Ubre. Yeah. Ub. Chad. Chad's, Chad's the bro. So Chad, Chad is one of the business minds behind the whole operation of 85 South. And Chad reached out to me in a DM after we did the R&B only episode. Mm. Right, right. He, he hit at me like, yo, bro, everything he's talking about, I understand. I'm going through this. We really da, 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 da. And um, we linked up, we spoke. And ever since then, he's just been like one of the best resources that we've had. Yeah. Um, super, super smart dude, super knowledgeable very on point and uh, a little standoffish if you don't know him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> but, but once you get to know him, man, one yeah. of the best dudes. I so. mean, the, from the second we landed in Atlanta, then we landed at like 9 o'clock, shot an episode, Chad came over at like 11.30 and just kicked it with us. Like, we never met this dude from anywhere and was just like, yo, bro, 
I could take it. Y'all got something here that could go to the next level. I'll never forget what he told me. He's like, yo, in a year from now, I can't wait to see what y'all going to be. And I was like, yo, damn, this dude has read our whole life. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He just met us. This dude is ill. Yeah, man. So shout out shout out to Chad. Shout out to Carlos. This is going to be a legendary episode. So first and foremost, gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having us, yeah, man. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's let's get into it. Um, All right. So 85 South, right? We got three different talented people coming together. But when we when we come to 85 South, it's like 25 people there. Like it's like, <laughs> you even yo, it's a whole operation. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. It's like the Cosby show. So <laughs> how, how, did, how did that come about? How did 85 South come about? People see the final product now, but what's the origins to, to get to where it is now? You gonna take it? Go ahead. Right. Give them the layout, Chad. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it started like, I've known Lowe's for almost, was it 15 years? So we met um, when I was a senior in high school. All together, you selling cell phones. And he, was, he was in high school. Oh, I, was, I was grown already. Yeah, yeah, oh, he was, wow. <laughs> he was, <laughs> he, I was already an adult. He was in high school. I didn't know it was yeah. that far and, back. Uh, what was that mall in Kennesaw? Or Town Center. Town Center Mall. So that's where I first met Los, first met Clayton, stayed in touch. This always been like a big brother, even when I went to school. So I remember when I was in school, Los was like, man, I'm going to do comedy. You've always been the funniest person in the world to me, fast forward. Uh, Los was getting his career off the ground. I was working at uh, Steve Harvey at the time. And Los had an idea. We actually wanted to create a radio show. And Los had an idea to take it digital. Let's figure out podcasting. And that's, that's where it really started about five, six years ago. What, what, year, what year is it that you're working at Steve Harvey? Man, it had to be, um, it's 21. So I say like 14, 13, 14. But even prior to starting the show, we was always creating content. We, mm. we, we both understood content was something that, that was necessary. So. Los was shooting hole in the walls, or we drive to Alabama, we drive to whatever city, we bring a camera to, and just try to figure out yeah, so, how to get this content rolling. So, Los, you you were doing the comedy thing. Right. And, yo, I saw one of the names, and if you if you don't know comedy, then you probably don't, I mean, you should know this name. You start out with Robert Townsend? That's true? I didn't start out with him. That was the first TV shit that okay. I did, because he had bought a network here in Atlanta Yeah, called the Black Family Channel, and he brought his... Uh, and if you go way back in the comedy game when Robert Townsend Partners in Crime was oh one gosh. of one of the platforms for comedians, it was like one of the first places you got to see Robin Harris, mm-hmm. one of the first places that Damon Wayne shot a special right. at HBO, uh, right? Tommy Davidson. And so it was like it was always like a big launch pad for comedians. Mm-hmm. But you know, they took it away for a while. And then he bought that network and he brought it back. So I was like, you know, I was hoping that the platform would still be what it was, yeah. but it just fizzled. Nobody really saw it. Yeah, I remember that was like early '90s when I, I was. Nah, it was I'm at, talking about the, brought, the, yeah, the, yeah, the original yeah, one. The and original I was, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, damn. Yeah. So used to do it from crazy. that we came in Living Color came. Yeah, crazy. So he brought it back, and then it just really didn't. You know, that was one of the first TV appearances that I made. Like it came on, but it just wasn't. It was an independent channel, so it wasn't a lot of views. But I quit. I quit my. I thought I was like, TV, yeah, <laughs> this is the moment. Yeah, yeah. So that was one of the first TV things that I did. So then, so Wildin' Out comes before eighty five South, or after? Uh, Orange. It comes after. I did. I first my first season of Wildin' Out was twenty thirteen. Mm-hmm. So we did two seasons and then we came back with it. And right around when we dropped Christmas twenty fifteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Probably like a little, maybe like a year and a half after a while now. So you, so you said, whose idea was it to actually do the podcast and not radio? You're right. 
That was Los. But the idea to create for ourselves was what we knew we had to do. So, Los, what, what made you want to jump into that podcast? Because that's early on before people actually knew the value. Everybody wants to do a podcast now. But what made you want to get on that wave early? Foxhole Radio. Mm. Yeah, I used right. to drive trucks. That's right. I was that's a right. truck driver. So after being in the truck all day, you've heard every song that you want to hear. I would always turn it over to the comedy station. It would just be like, just comedians yelling in the mic saying crazy shit. <laughs> and it was like, once that went away, I was like, we don't have no outlets for comedians not to not be performing. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like, people always want you to be on as a comedian, but there's no place where we could have comedian locker room talk. We didn't have that, that free form where we could just say whatever, give opinions, and just wild out. Literally. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that, and I like to consume media. I listen to a lot of stuff. Like, I listen to a lot of old shit from like National Geographic documentaries. And <laughs> I just like media. So uh, anytime that I'm doing anything, I got something on, whether it be just uh, my YouTube recommendations. I probably watch all of them every day and be like, all right, give me some more shit to click on. <laughs> so, yeah, I like I just like the like background ambiance type shit where you can form opinions and, you know, Lot bounce ideas back, and I that's how I create a lot of content. Is yeah. I consume a lot of media and just you know play off people's emotions and opinions and be like, this is mine. Now that's that's crazy because it's like I feel like y'all really beat the curve. Nobody knew the pandemic was coming, but it's like if you're a stand up comedian, you can't do shows anymore, right? Right. But you've actually created a platform where you're actually doing comedy every Friday when the podcast comes out. So really, you're going on tour. Digital, like my man Ben X says, digital real estate. Right. Yeah, so you yeah. you carve that niche out, and now it's like you don't have to actually physically go places. You just drop an episode on YouTube, get a million views, and right. get paid that See, way. See, we used I used that like I used my platform as far as the eighty five South show to make people want to come see me tell jokes. Yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like I'm not on the eighty five South show just saying shit or wasting material like. It's pretty much free advertising for me. It's like, man, you if you like the shit that I talk when I'm just sitting here with my friends talking shit, wait until you see me <laughs> go on stage and actually make an effort to make you laugh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, I look at podcasting for us, dog. It's like um, it's like we put out a mixtape every Friday, you know, and a million people listen to it. And there was a time when we were younger in college, like you couldn't wait for Wayne to put something out and then Gucci going to drop something and then Future going to drop something. But for us, we just got a visual mixtape that's advertising whatever we want to advertise. It's a, it's a billboard every Friday. So, yeah, talk about that. Yeah, both could talk about that because everybody has their own individual brands, too. Right. Right. Exactly. So it's like, that's what makes it work, though. Mm -hmm. Under under all the layers of the show, is that what makes, you know, that's the, that's the sauce that people want to find. It's that we never stop moving, whether we're moving as a unit. Uh, the pandemic hit and we have to split off and break up the three-headed monster and like you go this way and you zigzag and you go right. That's what keeps it going is that we do all have individual brands and it's like the 85 South show is, is the house that we keep it under. Yeah. So even in that, right, because all three of you are successful, what role does ego play in that, right? Because I, I could imagine like, yo, you get a role and it's like, uh, Maybe Chico but didn't man, get something. You believe, believe it or not, man, nobody, Chad to tell you, man, it ain't no ego. Mm -hmm. Because we're not all on the same page as men. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like, we got a right hand, a left hand, and then we got an ambidextrous. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the best way to put it. Because it's like, 
no matter what room you put us in or what arena you put us in, if you give us three dressing rooms, we all gonna end up in the same spot talking mm-hmm. shit. And it's just yeah. this is or it's really organic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's nah. like we don't have to figure each other out. It's like DC might walk in and throw his goddamn phone across the room. Like, well, that's just what he <laughs> Chico may fucking walk off it. You might not see him till we get ready to go on the shade the stage or whatever. I might fucking round and walk in and talk shit for two hours and go to sleep for ten minutes. Yeah. It's just we always we moving as one in different directions. And it's I, and just I, crazy to see how it works out. That's the genius part because people just see the comedy, but they overlook the part of black men working together. Yeah, it's not it's like Hollywood ask us how's it I'm like, yo, these are really my partners. Right, 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 <laughs> I don't right. Know how to tell you that. Like I know where they live. They know where I live. We're friends when the cameras is off. All you're seeing is the hour or the two hours, but like we have three hour conversations each individual and we can kick it for Thanksgiving or whatever the case is. Like we're really friends. We happen to make money. Mm. And I and even like you know people say you shouldn't do business with friends but or family, but I feel like that's somebody that's trying to be the big dog or somebody that's like skim, uh, skimming off the top. Like we don't hide nothing from each other. Right. You know, it's easy to do business when there's integrity and honesty. You know. The business is the the easy part. Creating is like and all that other stuff is a hard part. Los, let me ask you this, because you got side, you two sides of the coin. You you worked for Nick Cannon on Wild Out, which is corporate, but then you got 85 South, which y'all do your own thing. So what's the comparison? Like, what's the good side, bad side of being in that corporate machine and as opposed to doing everything independent, 85 South? Well, I mean, when you when you're working for somebody or with somebody, there's only there's only so much that that you can do. You get what I'm saying? And it's like you going to somebody else's platform at the end of the at the end of whatever it is that you do, it's still there. You get what I'm saying? I like the direct benefit of benefiting from my own work as opposed to working for somebody or with somebody making they shit look good. You get what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it's like shit. They don't get they don't give a shit about who you are or what you brought to the. This this is a business at the end of the day, and if I feel like I can get what I want from what I need from you as a talent from somebody else at a better rate, then I'm going to do that. That's just how that side of the game works. You don't never want to be talent for hire. You get what I'm saying? I said this on a set when I wasn't happy one time. It's like, you got me looking real hired right now. And Mm -hmm. that's not what I'm here for. You get what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not hired talent on this. Like I have, (laughs) <laughs> and invested interest in this production. Mm-hmm. So that was the, like, and then you have to explain, like, this ain't that. Like, you're not telling me what to do. You get what I'm saying? Right, right, like, right. I talk to the same people you talk to. And now if we need to go talk to these people, we can. Because I know that they know that they don't know that you're trying <laughs> to act like you hired me over there. <laughs> that's the risk that I have to take a lot of times as a talent. Because I can tell when shit ain't right. I'd be like, hold up. He quiet. His door closed. And let me go talk to these folks. <laughs> he ain't going to say it. He ain't going to say it. Now it's going to look like I'm the angry nigga. But I'm going to have to go say it. Yeah. Because I know we could turn this bitch into work if you want to. You want us to work? You want us to just get the money or you want us to do what we came here to do? Because this is, and I'll be telling Chad a lot of times, he's like, Lowe's, I'm like, bro, it's the difference in between. When you when you own and when you working, 
Mm. Sometimes motherfuckers be working and don't know it. They just make it look like they own. Yeah. When you own, can't nobody fire you. T- None of that shit. When you own, they have to go get that dude and be like, come on, let's talk over <laughs> here. <laughs> you, him, and us, and we need to fix this shit. <laughs> but when you tell it, they be like, you ain't listening to him? <laughs> oh, you ain't listening? Oh, this nigga ain't listening. <laughs> Can we talk to everybody? Yeah, because yeah, he, yeah, we, we don't want that. We need motherfuckers. We need listeners. <laughs> we don't need bosses in here. We need listeners. We need teamwork. Teamwork. <laughs> teamwork <laughs> we need everybody on the same page. That's how they treat the you when you're hired. Yeah. But when you own, they be like, well, can we, can we, um, can we? <laughs> it's a whole different conversation. Yeah. When you tell it, they be like, you can't smoke in here. That's but when be, you own, yeah. you be like, you need an ashtray? I'm telling you. That's what your butt is. He I'm said that's why he quit. That's one of the reasons why he quit Complex. They wouldn't let him smoke in the bathroom. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he felt the way about that. It's different rules when you when you hired than when you own. So, and Shadi references uh-huh. earlier, every time we, we pull up on y'all, it's like 20 people there. But in the beginning, is it just you three, or you four, uh, including Chad, on that wooden table saying like, yo, we gonna get this done? And what what was the steps that said, you know what, we got to scale this a little bit more? Well, check this out. If you ever see us with 20 people, 17 of them people are working. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Bro, that's one thing about us. We don't have no dead weight. No. I'm telling you, man, everybody that's around us is around us for a reason, man. And a lot of times we have people who work around us, whether they be artists or Shit, the uh, presidents of the bank. It's just we just have the type of energy that makes people want to be around. You get what I'm saying? And we try to we try to, you know, shuffle it around, but they still they like magnets, man. They fucking find them. <laughs> <laughs> and that's dope when you when you know what I'm saying, when you know people not just around because they want something, like they want to be there. You get yeah. what I mean? It, it gives that feeling like everybody feels like they're part of this. Like when even exactly. before y'all show up to the set, it's like, yo, everybody's welcoming, they're greeting, it feels like yo, 85 South is ours. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So that's 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 a, that's a dope environment. And we try to keep it like being on sets like Wilder now. It's like we try to keep that shit is hood and Hollywood at the same time. It's like we don't have this dude doing twelve things. You know what I'm saying? We try to keep people in their lane. So that's why we try to streamline our whole production. Mm-hmm. You know, people won't they'll set necessarily see like a podcast, but nigga, we have to produce a whole show. So we need yeah. somebody who can do the lights and shoot some pictures and we. Somebody who can run to the store and get some blessing. But we don't want these to be the same people. You get what I'm saying? It's like you got one job. <laughs> Literally. Go to the store. Yeah, we got yeah. Get so the blunts. Get the blunts. Yeah, we're trying to keep our shit running like Amazon, man. We don't want everybody in the way. And we don't want too many people around that's not doing shit. Yeah. Chad, let's find balance. Yeah, saying, balance. We, we try to keep the overhead <laughs> underhanded, if that makes sense. We want our overs to be under. Fuck that. <laughs> you gonna do something. You driving from a show or something. You got something you can do. Well, I can't do nothing. Well, stand there and look like you good at some shit. Yeah. <laughs> Put that shirt on. Put Fix your face. <laughs> Somebody open the bottles. Exactly. <laughs> More bottles. More bottles. That's a fact. Ch- Chad, let me ask you this. Dealing with, you know, corporations and things of that nature. I know you do a lot of the conversations. Mm-hmm. So you guys, you know, y'all got a full-fledged business, but you're, you're a comedy platform. So right. at first, or even now, do you have to deal with that? Like people not taking you as serious? Yeah. How's that? How's, like, 
Talk about that a little bit. Before you answer this, let me say <laughs> one thing. When people hit me about some 85 South Show shit, and I'll be like, hit Chad. They be like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to talk to you. I'm like, nah, bro, you gonna talk to Chad, bro. Because we ain't going through all that other shit. He know exactly what we want, and he know exactly what it's gonna take for us to give you what you're asking for. That's that's the man that you gotta talk to before any of this shit happens. Don't hit me asking me how much the show costs or what is going. No, nah, we don't even run like that. <laughs> you gotta talk to Chad, bro, because he is he the nigga who gonna tell you. Nope, that ain't gonna work. <laughs> nope, DC gonna break that. Nope, Chico don't wanna come. Los gonna be. Nope, Los ain't fucking with it. He already knows because we done did this shit hundred and fifty shows. Now now it makes sense why he has a demeanor like that. <laughs> he gotta say no. I think it, you know what his demeanor is? It's that knowing what he has to say no to. <laughs> because he, it's not like he just got a vendetta out against people. It's like, nah, nigga, I, I know these people. And I'm trying to do this shit with you with, and this not going to work for this reason. I ain't mean to cut you off, but. Nah, you ain't even start, so it's not. <laughs> yeah. You got to talk what, to him, what was, though. What was the question? Yeah, no, I was saying, like, you know, dealing with corporations and all that. And y'all being a comedy platform, because people, they insult our intelligence and we're a business platform. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. you would at least think that we, they would at least give us the benefit of the doubt. Mm -mm. We talk yeah. about it every single week. They still think that we have no idea what we're doing. So yeah. how has that been for you? Man, it's, I look at it as these are old giants that are holding on to the last hope. And they know that their world is crumbling and we got all the power. you know. So they treat us as if you know, they're doing us favors. And I'm like, yo, we don't even necessarily have to do business with you. You know, like we're good with or without you, which forces them eventually to do good business by us if they want to do business by us. So them, like, it doesn't insult my intelligence. And I say this with respect because it's like, dog, I wake up when I want. You know, you got to answer to somebody. So, like, it doesn't frustrate me. You don't get right. I'm cool. My partners is cool. And they trust what I'm saying because we've already had this conversation. I'm not having some under-the-table conversation with you. This is something that Los has agreed on, Chico's agreed on, Fly's agreed on, Joe's agreed on, Cat's agreed on. And I'm just the I'm the vessel for this information. That's it. So it doesn't – if I let that frustrate me, that'd be my ego. So I check my ego every morning. I don't. My ego is <laughs> big as fuck. Man, Ain't check nobody checking mine. Yeah, be humble. For what? You be broke. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it doesn't frustrate me, dog. It doesn't. Seriously, man. You can never be great talking yourself out of it. Like, I need to be humble for. You be around some niggas making 300 a week. No, oh, thanks. Exactly. And this is why I say no a lot. <laughs> yeah, you gotta. You, I'm telling you, man. When, when, you get, when you get to the point where you just tired of working and doing yeah. shit for people, that's the truth. With people, around people, That's waiting true. on motherfuckers, you hit a wall and be like, I refuse yeah. to let you slow up what I'm on. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not about to keep calling you and nigga, what's the problem? Like, I hate the way you have to force some people to do what they fucking ask to be, you know what I mean? They ask to be put in these positions when it comes to doing business. And, oh man, let's let's get up. Call me Wednesday or we got to do something. Like, bro, you are wasting time. Every time I see you say the same shit. <laughs> you got to get up. We gotta, hey, man, I, you, your number's still the same? You ain't never used it. <laughs> you never called me, bro. 
Don't fucking act like we on all this shit because people around, nigga, you've been, you knew me before anything. Now you're going to try to play like I don't fuck with you because some people around? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> nah, they like, they almost, it almost like these corporations get offended. Like, you saying no to me? I'm like, bro, it's bad business. You know, like, I don't think people fully understand how insulated we are. You know, like, we're not. There's no loan. Nobody funds this. This is us, dog. Mm-hmm. We pay the tax bill every year or every quarter or whatever the case is. So if the business makes sense, we could do it. It's not really hard. But what you also learn, too, with these corporate guys, um, just their, their title doesn't mean that they're, like, the most intelligent. Yep, and a lot of people got a boss, too. That's why Dame Dash be saying that shit. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people come up to you and they'll make you a bullshit business offer. And yeah. you're like, what? And then once you look at the numbers and how they break down over a certain period of time, you're like, man, if you don't get the fuck on with this shit, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. in this amount of time, I can trip, I can make this exactly. money by myself. So it's like, if I all I got to do is go out and grind to get this money that you're talking about, and it's going to take me, you got it right here today, but if I have to go out and, and hustle for the next two months or three months and I can get this independent, then what the fuck is you offering me? Yeah, that's why I think y'all, especially us uh, in that category, like we the new businessmen. Right, yeah. that we, we we wear hoodies, we got cornrows, we got beards and bull heads. Like we we do all that, but we businessmen too. Now sometimes that gets discounted when we, we get in front of these people take it for a discount, like yo, they must not know anything. But yeah, you ain't start there. That's because right? we are aware of the way that they've been doing business with yeah. us for right. the past few yeah. years. It's like they come through with these advertising deals or these sponsorship deals, and then you find out that you was talking to a dude mm-hmm. who was trying to give you a quarter of what the people came back and told him to offer you. Mm-hmm. So he could pocket the rest of this shit. Yeah. So then it's like, okay, so we pass on this this year. And now we go back and we talk to your boss. Mm-hmm. Right. We say, well, what happened? We we, we sent the... Oh. oh. Yeah, that's happened. Well, he's no longer working for us. That's happened more than once. <laughs> exactly. So a lot <laughs> they, of times you get it, caught up talking to the wrong people. They, About the right shit, though. They betting on you like having to pay your Right, 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 right. They think right, you're right, gonna right. say no to whatever. You're right, like, like bro, I'm cool, dog. Like, I'm, when I'm telling you I'm cool, I'm not saying it because it's sexy. Like, I'm really mean. I'm cool, bro. <laughs> you can't be doing that good, yeah, right? I'm like, no, wait, we, we, we cool, bro. Like, yeah. I don't know how to tell you that. Like, everybody you see here, we're paying. They're comfortably. They're good. They're not living check to check. Like, I don't know what you. I don't know what to tell you, bro. I, I was going to go to the point where, like, you didn't start there, right? So you you have the business acumen now. Yeah. Um. But I know that the Steve Harvey situation helped mold that. So, right. what are some of the examples? Because I know Cat was with you too over there, right? Yeah. Him so, and what are, what are some of the things that you saw in that in that I'll, avenue I'll, that you I'll, brought to eighty five South? I'll go back even further. Okay. Before that, when I was when I first moved back to Atlanta at like twenty two, twenty three, I was working for um, an agency out here that was doing television, films, sports, whatever the case is. So, just to even see a CEO that's black that's driving the Benz, that's wearing Jordans at thirty eight years old, that does something to Mm-hmm. That you can see that, and it was a smaller company, so you go from carrying coffee and getting trashed, and in three months, you running calls, or you running production sheets, or you running budgets, and it's really like a lot of us just haven't experienced stuff. So I was just able to experience stuff. At, I'm running million dollar budgets at 24 years old, mm-hmm. and you learn like, oh, it's just money with most zeros. It's not hard. There's still accounting rules, there's still budgeting rules. Good business is good business, bro. With ten dollars or with ten million dollars, it's not really hard. Mm-hmm. And then you transition that from being able to work directly for Steve. And what that forces you to do is really understand the landscape. And you see these people, like these these digital account managers that are like 60 years old, bro. Like they're not, 
they don't know what they're talking about. And you got to be respectful. Cause like, who is this 26 year old kid? So you got to learn, you really learn the language more than you learn. Like the business is the easiest part. You got to fight through egos to get what you need to get to and make a lot of people happen. celebrating their last victory. Man, well, you, you know, know I did this, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dog, like, but, but, but what you learn from Steve, dog, is that I actually worked directly for his business partner, which was Rashawn McDonald. And that's who had done business with him for 20 plus years. Mm-hmm. I got to work with Steve Harvey when he's up an ungodly amount of money, you know, and he's like, dude, the best thing I'm going to do for y'all is give y'all access and show y'all and I trust y'all. So it goes from carrying his bags and boxes and coffee to like, yo, if Chad and Joe ain't with it, we ain't with it. Mm. So you got to make some real decisions and you find out, you know, what you made of. You're going to make a couple mistakes, but you're going to win some and you really learn from the mistakes. So just having that access, which is back to what Lo said, that's why people are around us. We don't get access to gatekeep access, you know? Like the more we can share with everybody, the more we can uplift everybody, and a lot of us can stand independently and say more no's. Yeah. Cause they they take they take our creativity, package it up, and sell it back to us. It's wild to me how that works. There's people that have come to him and be like, I got this idea. And it's like, bro, this dude said this six months ago. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, they'll come, they'll fly you back to LA and repitch you your yeah. idea. <laughs> like, you mean the one I was telling you about? Yeah, <laughs> that happened. They, they do it. Hollywood is crazy, That's bro. That's something like, perfect for you, Carla. I hate Hollywood, bro. Like, I they, told you that last year. Yeah, like <laughs> Hollywood will boldly attach themselves to like the source of what they're like ticks, man. They're like parasites. It's crazy to me. The, how this the, stuff the, works. the best advice we got. We got a lot of good advice, but somebody told us, shout out to Romeo Brown in Hollywood. Actually, this was early in our podcast journey. He was like, yo, make sure y'all never let up because what y'all got is dope. He's like, but somebody with a bigger platform will come yes. take your idea. And then people uh, think that you stole it from them. Yeah. That's the game, dude. Hell look yeah. at you with a straight <clears throat> face, dog. You That's can't, why you I can't don't trip. like memes, bro. That's why I don't <laughs> like memes. For real. Bro, every meme that I like is a joke that I said already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be crazy. So when I see somebody like on my timeline post a meme of a that's like, like nigga, let me show you where they got this from. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So let me ask you this, cause I want to sue them. Yeah. <laughs> thousands of my jokes on fucking Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all did it. Y'all do a great job of repurposing content. What I mean yeah. was like when y'all was traveling, so y'all would do like a live show. Right. Right? That's a live show. And then take the audio and put it on podcast outlets. Mm -hmm. Take the visuals and put it on YouTube. Mm -hmm. This, Those are two totally different audiences. Mm -hmm. You got people who can't sit and watch a video all day, but they can listen to it. That's a fact. Do you understand that a lot of this shit hits so different if you just heard it? Mm -hmm. It's some shit that you will hear on that episode three or four times to be like, damn, where the video? I want, because <laughs> I, I know, I know he went crazy right there. Like I see this moment. Exactly. So we got a lot of people who work overnight in warehouses and drive trucks and secretaries and nurses at nurses stations and just like people you would never, like security guards all at these, you know, secret secure places where they like, I'm back here by myself, Los, check this out. <laughs> I ain't supposed to even have my phone. And they send me these clips like this one girl sent me a clip. She was getting some brain surgery, bro. Her whole head is open. <laughs> and she's sitting there on the other side, like, just watching my 85 South show. Uh, 10 o'clock at Friday. If I die, I got to go out with 85 South. Yeah, that's, that's I'm telling much. you, I hope y'all doing the same. The yeah. audio yeah, yeah, yeah. and the video is two totally different. Yeah, nah, nah, that, I want to talk. That's what you said was brilliant. And that's true. I was just having a conversation with Dave about that. And it's like, some people never watch YouTube. Exactly. Some people. Yeah. 
never listen to audio. It's the and same. Then I think about how many people watch our show every Friday that don't have a YouTube account. Mm-hmm. They can't log yeah. in. They can't subscribe. They can't even leave a comment. Mm-hmm. That I feel like that's probably the bulk of the audience. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. And it's crazy. It's like for podcasters, that's multiple ways to poc- to um get revenue. It's you like might be giving them too much game. Right <laughs> y'all ain't got no said, commercial. Go to commercial. <laughs> I ain't running y'all shit, but this has been a perfect place to drop a commercial. <laughs> Go to commercial. <laughs> but look, I'll say this too, dog. Like the days of manufactured celebrities gone. Mm. You know, because them people can in their brains they can touch you. They can talk talk about that you. manufactured celebrity. Yeah. So Hollywood is based on it's it's. it's there's a gatekeeper that green lights this stuff, that approves this stuff, that that knights the new whoever. Same thing in the record industry. But, bro, at the press of a button and on your cell phone, you can touch millions and millions of people. And what you learn is, like, a lot of these, pe- a lot of these people are overproducing stuff to, to, to say that they had a part of this creativity. It's like, if Kanye made 99% of the record, there's a dude in the album that's, I mean, that's in the studio that's like, well, bro, I told you to say, yeah, right here, so he can go tell his 25 partners, well, I said, yeah, right there, bro. I'm the one that helped Kanye put that together. That's exactly how Hollywood works. You know? Nine out of ten times. So, but what's happened is, like, eyeballs are decentralized. Entertainment is just purely based off of eyeballs. If you got eyeballs, we're going to put some advertising money next to it. The more eyeballs you got, the more advertising money you make, and then it spins off and trickulates the way it's supposed to trigulate. Let me ask you all this. Do you ever think about all the people that we can't reach just because of just because of our demographic, mm-hmm. like there are fucking billions of people who go online all day and stream shit. Jake Drake just got fifty billion streams on yeah. Spotify. Think of how many of those people we could never reach. Just no matter what we talk about, no matter what we do, they just not gonna watch. No niggas do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a fact. No, it's a, but do, but do you think that that's kind of a gift and a curse? Because it's like for us, I feel like having. I hate the fact that people w- would consider us as a black podcast or mm-hmm. a black finance because we're we're just black. Right. That doesn't make us just exclusive just to only black people, but they do that. That's all- what I was telling you last night, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do that all the time. But it's like, but that has also helped propel us because it's like yeah. Yeah. we have such a large that's like nobody else has that demographic. We tap into a demographic that nobody else, no other right. business podcast has 85 South Show Hall. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think, like, on the flip side, we could potentially be losing a lot of people that, for whatever reason, just are not tuning in because we're two young black men. Yeah. But then it's like, how many millions of people yeah. who was left out for years now have a voice yeah. in somebody yeah. that's champion? It, it becomes the sole, sole reason why they are listening. It's like, yeah, nobody's was talking even, to us, now we got them. If I'm y'all, I wouldn't even think about that because what y'all have created, just like what we created, is community. And your community is going to support you, you know? It's just in a digital space. But when y'all go do these shows, y'all are touching the people, y'all are engaging with the people, y'all are really taking people's phone numbers and emails. That goes way further than spending some ad money to get people to watch you. But a lot of these guys, back to centralized eyeballs and celebrity falling down, they don't build community. They're like this manufactured puppet. Mm-hmm. Then there's this version of them, and then when the lights goes off, they got to go be a human. See, those are the people that have to get online and make apologies for shit. Yeah. Because they fuck around and be yourself one day and you step outside of this character yeah. Yeah. that people know you for. Mm-hmm. Now you have to be apologetic and say, I'm sorry, I let my fans down. Right. <laughs> I don't really feel like that. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm, I'm talking to that lady. You know, like, what lady? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the fuck is you talking right. about? Yeah. <laughs> I'm seeking counsel. Yeah. yeah, but dog, like, I'm, like <laughs> y'all, it's no different than, like, it's weird when I hear dudes be like, man, she don't like me because I'm, I'm like, bro, just go to the women that like you. Like, they women yeah. that like you. It's not that hard. Go where you celebrate it. But that's how I look at our community. Like, if you come to our audience, these dudes is laughing with people in wheelchairs. They're laughing with people that may have ailments or issues, old people, young people. But we feel like everybody's cousin. Man, they came to you see know, us. These are, that's what I yeah. love about when we go do live shows. Is it's like, out of all the times in the studio or whatever you're posting online, bro, when you pull up in these people's city and these people pull up, these are the ones that that shit really touched. Yeah. So do, do you ever feel like at a point it becomes tough to turn the on switch or sw- off switch or like Los is Los wherever he's at. Or, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Cause like, and I'm just saying that sometimes like people might want you to always crack jokes and it's like, you know I'm going to do that anyway. Just regardless. Yeah. Like people come up to me and they'd be like, Hey man, I hate to interrupt you. Well, don't then. Why you stupid? Yeah, I know. I'm serious. I'm eating money. What you want? This Los in the middle of the mall selling cell phones, you know? Yeah. It just happens that we've now, we've learned how to do business and we've, Put the business around it. That's it. Yeah. So that then that makes it a benefit. There is no. This is who I am. Well, that's, what, that's what's so funny about working with DC, bro. Chad and Jay, like I'm like this nigga is so me when I was his age. Yeah. Like, yeah. So that's why I'm always like that nigga. Always like his spirit is always like it's just like revives me just to be around the young younger energy. Mm-hmm. So I'm like nigga. We got to be related because like, you're just as fucking crazy as I am. Yeah. Luckily, this was before all the social media shit, though. Mm. But I used to just sit there in the mall and just pick people off all day. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> all day, bro. Hey, bro. Nah, you can't afford no phone. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> How'd you did? Hey, come here. Let me give you a new case because that one, I ain't going to charge you for this. What, what was your break to get into comedy to become I'm like? Still waiting on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you. But that's what I'm saying, dog. Like th- them days is breaks. Is you create the breaks? Yeah, right. There's no more opp- to meet my idea of a break. That's when you get a ridiculous amount of money for yeah. some shit you've been doing anyway. You've been getting doing movies, little independent shit. Mm-hmm. You know, people talk about it. Play it on BET, and then you hit the lick, <laughs> and they give you a fifty pack, just spit the M. Yeah, that's your big break, nigga. Mm-hmm. Getting another job ain't no fucking break. Hey, congratulations! <laughs> like I auditioned four times for this shit. Ain't yeah. no congratulations. God didn't have. Yeah. That wasn't God blessing me. If it would, he would have just called me and told me I was on there. Yeah. <laughs> so create the break. You got to create that shit, man. Yeah. What I'm saying is these these days it's easy because there's no gatekeeping, dog. Like they can't until they like gatekeep the internet, which that may happen. One Bro, day. we literally sat here and watched somebody create their own destiny right in front of us. It's this lady you probably seen on HBO. Her name is Issa Rae. Right. Mm. Oh yeah. She started a YouTube, YouTube page channel. with no followers. That's a mm-hmm. fact. And made videos and said, "This is gonna be the. This is going to be your next favorite show." She five seasons up. Yeah, they ended it. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, at five seasons yeah. up, you think she would have ever thought in her wildest dreams that she could one day be making the decision to be like, I don't want to do my show on HBO no more. Mm-hmm. You would have yeah. told her that six years ago. She would have been like, come on, man. Let me yeah. upload this video right quick. I, I remember Tyler Perry when he was doing plays. Yeah. Like, Same going thing. to like, you know, like the Beacon Theater and like doing plays and things of that nature. And I remember that. And now he's... Running the world. He got his own compound. Man, this man got the whole fucking studio. 
Not, no, I can't even call it that. I can't call it that. That's, 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 that's a disservice. When you say studio that's and a people hear it, they're going to be like, oh, it's a nice nah, 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 making nah. moves at. No, nigga. He got a whole side of Atlanta. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Whole, you can yeah. see it off yeah. on the whole, whole Southwest. Exit. Yeah, that's what I said. When, when, when yeah. we was driving, I'm like, yo, it's, he has an exit. It says Tyler Perry Studios. Right. Like, that's the exit. Man, that's different. Tyler Perry got a whole city down there. If you ain't never been, go look at the buildings. Man, that man yeah. got 20 big-ass buildings with 15 studios in there. Yeah. He got offices. He got, man, everything he over turned, there. He turned his whole set during COVID into a hotel for people to live so they can keep filming. Exactly. So this is, this is, he, he created his own bubble. Yeah. yeah. This man crazy. He got a whole right ecosystem, dog. Yeah. Exactly. You don't have to participate in Hollywood if you don't want to. He does not. I can't wait for him to call me to be in one of them movies <laughs> so I can put one of them stupid-ass wigs on. <laughs> Tyler Perry. You going to put a wig on? Yes, be, yes, no, no, yes. no, 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 no. no. When he get my nah, character nah. together and he say, Los, put that little scrunchy afro put the wig on. on. I'm, I'm in nah, there. I feel, like, I feel like black comedians, especially the ones at the highest level. No, I'm not talking about like a dress in a wig. Oh. I'm talking about oh, like not the dress no when way. he do the character and he say, hey, man, this is a 70s piece. Okay, I'm going to need you to wear that little afro. But Tyler, this shit don't look good on camera. It's all good, man. Trust me on this. I got the vision. I'm going to do it. How you feel about that, though? Because that's a big thing for black comics. Dave Chappelle stood on his sword with that, like wearing that dress and how you feel about that? Being what a, you mean how I feel about that? You ain't about to set me up. I <laughs> had them people on my page. So you said, can't nobody wear dresses? What? Man, you do whatever the fuck. No, we, we watch hey, it. Hey, man, there. if any comedians out there, do whatever you comfortable <laughs> doing. I ain't, I, you ain't never let me down. You ain't never let me down. Hey, man, follow your spirit. Shit. Follow your spirit. Follow your spirit, nigga. <laughs> Sure. Niggas been putting dresses on 50 years. Now it's, now it's fucked up when it's my turn to blow up. <laughs> nigga, all your favorite niggas done wore a dress. <laughs> but what if that's the only way to get in? They like, Lowe's, here go your check right here, nigga. Get that dress. Put that motherfucking Bustier on, nigga. Bustier. <laughs> Big Mama's out seven. Have a nigga out there with some titties. <laughs> Not me, but somebody gonna do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody <laughs> gonna do it, bro. I'm telling you, I don't want it that bad. Okay. That's just me personally, though. I don't want it that. That's bad. what I was saying. I'm like, I couldn't see you. Nah, you couldn't. I'm nah. That ain't me. That ain't that ain't for me, bro. They got other niggas who would be way better in a dress. I'm talking about these niggas do this shit for free. <laughs> Why would you want me? Like, you should get somebody who got practice doing that shit, bro. You don't want me doing that shit. I gotta figure this out. I'm all uncomfortable and shit. Mm -mm. Let a nigga who do that do that. I'm not the one you need for that, bro. <laughs> Trust me, I take the other role where the nigga get shot in the opening credits. Give me your brother. <laughs> you ain't seen me. I was riding it. I was riding it. <laughs> opening credits. <laughs> nigga in the dress. He wasn't shit. I know, but you see where I died. I was, uh, uh. That's acting. They don't need me for the dress part. <sighs> there you have it. Um, look, podcast Network. It's too crazy. How'd that, how'd that come about? You producing shows for people now, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that was Los's idea. I'd be lying if I said that was mine. Um, one thing I, this I love this is, nigga. He never take credit. You know, for my shit. Yeah, it's he crazy. Never take credit every time we try to give Los credit, he like, yo, y'all been talking to y'all again? Like, don't be telling him everything. Yeah, I'm no, like, no. yo, he, he say like, yo, this guy's the one's coming up with nah, these ideas. Nah, that's because we bro. talk. We literally talk, man. Like, I know I call him three times a day at least, and he called me at least two or three times a day because yeah. we always bounce yeah. shit back and forth. Yeah, we about to create a new uh, group chat. Yeah, please. Yeah, yeah we got options. you. We got Stock you. Options, we got you, man. bro. We got Stock you. options going crazy. Some option play. Y'all on that clubhouse shit? Nah, 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 nah. I'm not on that. Sometimes, but yeah, I'm not. Shady, that Shady be on there a little bit. I don't understand it. Clubhouse? 
Yeah, it's like the party lines. Remember the party lines in the nineties? Yeah, he was look, he was young then. <laughs> nah, the party line used to be able to just pick up your phone and it'd be like your house phone. It'd be people you, on there just talking. just call somebody. Nah, that's what was the cold part about it. Uh-huh. Like people who lived out talking in like rural areas and shit, just pick up the phone. Like you could just literally just pick up your phone and there'd be people, <laughs> three, four people on there talking. That's weird. <laughs> you remember that shit? It's a fact. I remember like my grandma had it at her house, and we'd leave the phone off the hook. Sometimes it would never make that look. It'll just be like, hello? <laughs> <laughs> I damn sure remember party lines, bro. I'm that old. I remember when everybody first started switching to cordless phones. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was the biggest yeah. flex ever, nigga. Don't let a nigga have a cordless nah. phone. You had to. <laughs> I'm down the street, nigga. <laughs> Before that, you had the, the rope that stretched from the kitchen to the living room. Yeah, the rope. I'm you so used that phone that, when the cordless phone died. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hold on. I got switch. <laughs> bring, the, bring the phone from the kitchen all the way to the back of the house. Country shit. What were uh, you saying, bro? Oh, I was gonna say uh, I'm probably not gonna get on Clubhouse. Twitter, and yeah, Instagram. He ain't a real done, talkative bro. type of person. Yeah, cool. bro. yeah, he said he said no to this. I said no, nah, you gotta do it. Gotta I do told it. him to do. I'm <laughs> like, bro, you better bring your ass over there. Yeah. So, Los, it was your idea to start producing shows for other people. Well, I had mm-hmm. a few friends and that like kept hitting me, and they was like, mm-hmm. you know, they was asking me without you know necessarily asking for <laughs> help. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And it's like. Yeah. Sometimes you just see some shit like like Chad said. You see some shit that don't that don't require you to fuck with it. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like that shit is already good as it is. Yeah, I liked it. Like this is some shit that I could see myself consuming. Yeah. So that's why I was like, bro, maybe maybe we could use our infrastructure for some of these. You know, we know the process of mm-hmm. how to get this, or you know, we turn this down. But this might actually be suitable for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this may work if they had this exposure. Yeah. And it's all about those little tweaks. Like, it's not about trying to make nobody fake shit. So sometimes you run across some shit that you can actually fuck with and you can actually help. Yeah. yeah. You know and what I mean? For us as a, as a company, too, um, we've, we've always built this as a media company. And the podcast was the first IP or property that you saw come from the media company. But it took us you know, four or five years to get comfortable in creating a template for that. So now that we've, you know, five years later, we can say, hey, man, this is this is where you are. This is the clay that you are. Let us help mold you. But we can show you the way and you'll get there much faster. No, I'm glad I'm glad you said that, because I remember one of the things that you you said to me that really stuck out is uh, when we first met. Right. You said, yo, stop calling your show a podcast. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't do that. And That's how they devalue you. Yep. Yeah, you Look at like, that podcast over there. Here's $10. Like, bro, this is a whole production. Yeah. You show these people we pay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you was like, yo, we call it 85 South Show. And then after that, I told Mike, I said, yo, take podcasts off everything yeah. that we have. Never have podcasts, anything. And then Dane, I said podcast, and Dane was like, why are you calling your show a podcast? Yeah. I thought it was a show. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, Tell yo, that's a, that's a reminder. So talk about that a little bit, like early on branding it, not for podcasters yeah. out there. But bro, it's back to like, okay, when I was working for Steve, obviously you see Family Feud, um, you see the talk show and et cetera. But you didn't know he had like eight minute clips that was on Facebook. That's a whole nother level of content that people are putting their eyeballs to. So since there's eyeballs, there's dollars attached to it. Like I'm watching baseball. I watch baseball playoffs on Twitter. And that's when I realized, yo, they don't even know how to gauge eyeballs anymore because Nielsen only reports on television. Mm -hmm. But bro, people are watching TV on YouTube. They watching on their phone. They watching on their iPad. They watching in their cars. They watching at the airport. They're watching it on the airplane. 
content is content. And our eyeballs, like we are media minds. Your average consumer just like, I want to watch something. They don't know where it's coming from. So I'm saying that to say, if 85 South Media is the company, we get out the 85 South show. That's just one thing that we produce. The tour is a whole separate experience. And now we're rolling out more shows, more podcasts. So when they know, when I come to the 85 South Media production or company or network, I know that this speaks to me. This community speaks to me. You know, so that's what made it easy for us. We understood that we were a company first. Even like with Lowe, like we don't treat like Fly and Lowe's don't act like talent. They they're executives that are producing this show. I just happen to be talent and executive on this side, hmm. so that the the people on the <clears> other <throat> side they know how to talk. This is Lowe's isn't a talent that's tripping. This is a producer that understands this format. This is an executive that can speak on behalf of a company. And that was one thing that I was gonna make sure that I told to you know the people who listening. Or- people who want to get in the podcast space or, or the digital space, period, is to find, find a mediator. You got to find somebody like Chad who doesn't mind taking phone calls all day or who, you know, can execute and follow up and get there before the talent gets there. you like, you need a team around. It ain't necessarily got to be, hey, that's, that's the dude and I pay him. That don't change shit. Like, you mm-hmm. could be paying a motherfucker, but, like, do they care about the integrity of what you're about to do? Mm-hmm. Like, People have to put more integrity into their work because at the end of the day, you don't want your shit to be just some shit that was thrown together. And then you yeah. see some nice shit and be like, we need to do that. It's too late at that point. Yeah. By the time you realize where you've been fucking up at, it's, it's too late. Yeah, and, and, and you know what's funny piggyback, piggybacking off of what he said? For the longest, just because just of the nature of our relationship, we have like a, a big brother, little brother relationship. Everybody was like, yo, you need to be his manager. Lowsey be like, bro, I can't, we can't, you can't work for me and I can't work for you because we'll never be on the same page. This is ours. And we're both going to treat this with the same integrity, the same respect, the same love because it's ours. I told this nigga yeah. for three years, I said, you don't want yeah. to work for me. Mm-hmm. You want to work with, with me. Yep, yep, yep. I tell him, they like, come on, man. I'm like, bro, no, yeah. stop. Yeah. Yeah, that, you bigger than this, son. You bigger than this. <laughs> yeah, Look at me. You can be anything you want to be. <laughs> I just don't want to see you out here being my manager. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I got eighty South, eighty five South Media, but you also got some other ventures, man. And I want, I want to highlight that and tell me how the venture came about. Good day sense. How did oh, we get the, this that was him again? This hey, him man, again? Look, yeah, let me guy, tell you something. Eighteen years old, man. Yeah. Eighteen years old. Me and Los work together. I go to school, and I come back for the summer because I was playing ball. But I was injured all the time and I was ready trying to figure out life. Yeah. Lowe's like, bro, I can get you a job. He got me another job. So Lowe's has been getting me jobs for a very long time. Like, I, I can't even act like. It's my man's man. Damn. Like, okay. this is a real, like, I'm telling people, like, this is my partner. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and I got no problem giving credit to where it's due. It's not hard for me. Yeah. But the candle thing, Lowe's is in the candles, bro. Like, that's not a joke. Unfortunately, it's not a joke. Man. I, our P.O. box is 68% candles, bro. People sending us all kinds of smell. And, and I like, burn them. I'm like, Los, ain't I'm no glad you said it, because that mean they, when they hear it, they're going to send me some more. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like, bro, of, like, ain't no ingredients on this. Already. We don't know what people don't put into this, <laughs> but this dude going to take it and try them all out. I got I a think. confession. I got a, This is one of my, one, one of those entertainer guilty pleasures. I love when people send us shit to yeah. the P.O. box. Yeah. We got some of the dopest fans. Mm-hmm. They send us all kinds of shit. They send us socks, shoes, candles, but candles have always been my thing. Mm. And then I, I, I was online. I did this thing on Twitter where I said, I like every, like once a month mm-hmm. or every so often, I'll do a black business thread. So I have people, they'll send their business and they, you know, how to buy, 
how to purchase or websites and I'll buy a bunch of shit. But then it's like, and then I realized I can't be giving all these people my address. So right. I start having them send all this shit to the P.O. box. Yep. So then I noticed, I was like, Chad, man, where, where my candles at? And he's like, oh yeah, uh, me and my lady took him. I was like, stop <laughs> stealing my you shit. Stop, quit, t- <laughs> quit touching shit. Yeah. So, so, so basically somebody submitted some that Los Love. He actually did his own collaboration with yeah. him. And he wanted to get serious about the business. He was like, bro, go, go vet this out. So we vetted it out. Um, you know, put some things in order. Yeah. And then even we was like, let's source it. Like, like let's send it out to a couple people. Sit. Like, there's we never get bad responses when people get the candles they post or they want more. Right. We was like, yo, I think this can be something. Yeah, let's, let's jump into it. So it was not. So it was, it was, an, ex, it was an existing company already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a I don't. Very it's, small, small. Yeah. It's a young. Operation. It's a young man by the name of Jeremy Brooks. He's an entrepreneur. He's a hustler. He's he go hard. Dope. He's yeah, a huge fan of y'all. As a matter of fact, yeah, he, he hit me up in the yeah. DM. I was like, yeah. Yo, bro, I'm, I'm lighting this candle right now. Yeah, no, over my house. One, and he came. To, and what, what's dope is people come to me and Los all the time, dog. With business ideas. Yeah, and I'm and like, I'm a serial entrepreneur. Yeah, no, nah, he is. Like, he he, he want to get invested in so many things. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, but this can we dude, talk about that? <laughs> nah, <laughs> but he came, he was like, yo, I got the product. I got, like, he was breaking it down. He flew into Atlanta on his own dime. Yeah. Sat with us. Well, we was at the crib about four, five hours. This is what I want to do this year. I want to do this next year. I swear I see us in five years. Los, this is, this is your part of what I need from you, Chad. This is what I need from you. What, and, and that was it. I just need XYZ. Are y'all in? So and like nobody's ever come to us like that. Before. I'm glad you said that. Had no choice. That brings up a good point because it happens all the time where people come to managers or financial advisors of a celebrity, right? And they they pitch ideas. It happens right. very frequently. Yeah. And a lot of times they get shot down. So people pitch you ideas a lot of times. What makes a good pitch mm-hmm. and what makes a bad pitch for just people entrepreneurs that might not know? Like they think like, yeah. yo. Listen to my CD. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's, what yeah. do you want to see? What do you don't want to see? This is one thing I've learned about shit like that, whether it be music or candles or anything, anybody who's trying to get you to buy into what they're selling. It's like, if you can see the passion in this person mm-hmm. and you can see, like, if you did this by yourself with no financial backing, just ideas, and you actually have something that you could physically put in people's hands, that's that's half the battle right there. Yep. Everybody got million dollar ideas. Anybody could talk your head off, but it's the execution when you can put some shit from your mind to a piece of paper to the physical physical world. That makes people believe in you. And then when they see, oh, that ain't just the dude who I saw hustling t-shirts over there. That nigga be over here. He be over there. Like he like you you see it in some people's eyes that they're gonna be successful with or without you. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times. A lot of times, Chad will tell you, people, when they come to us, they don't ask us for money or shit up front. They want to be in the network. They mm-hmm. want to be exposed to the people that we exposed to. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's like sometimes a lot of these people who, who come up with ideas and they want to do collabs and stuff like that, we try to see, what have you done by yourself? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. What can you put in my hand? So like what, if we ask you to send something, how long is it going to take? Right. Like, Can we fly you here? Will you, will you show up? It's like... It's been so many people that we've come across with great products or great ideas, but it's like they follow up and shit. They don't know how to talk to people or they work when they want to work. They let orders pile up, but they'll no. send them out. Oh, I'll do it when I get 50. What about the people who've been waiting two weeks? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, what's your follow-up? Like, what's your determination? What's your passion? That was one of the things that, that Chad was speaking to us when we were, he was talking about, yo, I'm rebranding the merch. And we were talking about, yeah, we're trying to do the same thing. It's like, there's a fine balance. Yeah. You don't want to have too much. And then you, you don't sell it and you don't want to have too you don't want to have enough and then you sell out and people still want their things. 
And so there's a fine balance. But I want to go back to the part where you're talking about ser- being a ser- serial entrepreneur. When people present the business ideas, are we looking at this first as 85 South Media or we're saying like- I always try to this keep 85 South out Separate? Because okay. I was like, nobody wants to be signed to you. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. They want to they, they wanna be on the level, but don't nobody want you to tell them what to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm the type of person in the chat, we're so busy, it's not like we don't want to take your shit from you. Mm-hmm. We don't want to own your company. Right. But if I spend some money with you, I need to know that it was there's gonna be some kind of return. Well, if I give you a thousand dollars and you give me a thousand and five, I need to I wanna see that me and you made five dollars together. Right, right, right. You get what I'm saying? Gotcha. It's not about the amount, it's about like, nigga, is it gonna be worth it? I could take I could take two weeks to fuck with you or three or whatever it is that you need, but it's like, what are we doing this for? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get what I mean? Like I could call some people that might write you a check, but they gonna want they shit. They gonna wanna see what their check went to. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's 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 people that um I would I would I would tell you like this. I believe in servicing first, you know. I believe in trying to do for somebody before you ask for something. You know, and I don't really like people having too many favors over my head. So I try to be so insulated and so independent that I ain't got to ask for nothing. Right. And that's what we try to push to these people. Yeah. Like, you don't want us to come through and rebrand your shit and make it ours or be a part of this. We want to see you stand alone and say, it it, it means more to me to say, I helped you than opposed to, you know, like I owned your shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have, we have no desire to put people in these deals where they can't live. That's not... Well, they be like, well, man, they got all the money. I'm not trying to take nothing nothing from you. Right, right. But I I look at it like... uh, So, like, the business side of it is is the genius thing I learned from Steve Harvey was simple, bro. When I was working for him, he had a radio station that touched 7 million people a week. So, but if you look at his resume, he's got highest rated shows. He's got movies that have gone, you know, box office hits. He's got books that are number one bestsellers. He understood his community and he just kept serving his community through books, through audio, through movies, through film, through television. So you don't have to go out there and do that extra stuff. If you got an insulated ecosystem, like my woman loves candles, you know, we love, everybody loves candles. Why don't we get, why don't we have our own candle company? And I'm at the point now, I'm just trying to replace all the stuff I spend money on. Mm. You know? Right. So that's that's really what it comes down to me. I mean, especially when you're in the business of sales, like people always want to find the next big thing. It's like, what would you spend your money on? You know what I'm saying? Like, look around your house. What are you buying over and over and over again? Now I'm I'm going back to thinking about being at the studio. 85 Vibe? Is this where? Yeah, so that, uh, I don't... I do that. Check this out. Like when we all together and we traveling, like we all want to be like, man, you heard this? Or we all would put yeah, each other up happens, on music. That happens all the time. Like I remember when Ari Lennox album came, I made everybody listen to it. I'm talking about yeah. all them 20 people. You, I'm talking, I literally made everybody. This dude would call at nine in the morning like, hey, what's up, bro? Uh, you got any updates? Nah, what's up? I'm just making sure you, you listen to the album, right? <laughs> I'm like, bro, yeah, it is, it's, so it's, it's like, 9 a.m., bro. I'm going to get to it. Listen <laughs> to the Jasmine Sullivan joint? Yeah. Good Not one. the whole album. Just, just the one with Ari Lennox. Oh, that's the, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love Ari Lennox. I'm sorry. Yeah, really she didn't block me. No, she didn't block me. She unfollowed me. Because yeah, I got into an argument with Lil Twist. It happened. About who was the biggest Lil Ari Lennox. Yes. <laughs> me and Lil Twist was arguing about who is the biggest Ari Lennox fan on her live one day, and she unfollowed both of us. Hey, at least she was fair. She's such an Aries. Good, good song and a great album. Dude, next. Are we really want you on 80 Vibe if you watch this show? So that uh, came about of our love for music and weirdo yeah. stuff and yeah. um, 
we figured we have the platform, we have the infrastructure, less, and then we got DC who makes dope ass music. Mm-hmm. We got Chico who, Chico makes dope music. I ain't mm-hmm. nobody heard it, but he got some dope <laughs> shit yeah. in the vault. Yeah, and um, he does. Yeah. Dope, talented, no man. Not like, talented. Nobody, yeah. Talented. Yeah. He got a few joints that he just did, you know, in his leisure. He could just go perform that Busta Rhymes verse every man. day, though. And he will. Don't think he won't. <laughs> so look, but we all got a, a, a love for music. That's why we really Yeah, but and, and like, so, like, if you watch, uh, it was always weird for me. You watch, what's that show? Uh, Tiny Desk Concert? Yeah. You got somebody like Ari Lennox or Erica Badu, but you look into the audience and you like, okay, they're not really... Their fan base. You, you know, it's this is weird, you know. <laughs> so how do we create something? Because production is important. Like, it's easy for y'all to do y'all show because your director's black, your audio is black, your, your business partners are black. That gives you a level of comfort. It's no different than walking into class and you're like, where are the black people at? <laughs> or you're walking in the gym, you're like, okay, there's black people, we straight. The comfort level. Community, right? So we wanted to create a show that felt like Unplugged, our version of it. And what's dope is you're going to see – Young Dro, and you also going to see a new up-and-coming artist. And these are people that Akeem were actually- Ali, Dante Hitchcock. Ali, you're going to see Currency. Deuce. People that were act like this, these people are in our playlist. These are people we're really fans of. We want to celebrate music the way we feel like it should be celebrated. Was, right. And we didn't want nobody to feel like you're a puppet. Like, right. We just sing heard about and dance for us. You know how that looks. Kim Ali came on 80 Vibes and you smashed it. Crazy. That's crazy. That we are, crazy. we were just speaking uh, with Ryan Wilson. Pull he's it like, up. He's like, yeah, you got to hit this guy. You got to hit this guy. Yeah, they won. Oh, okay. But, yeah. that, but that's Shout what it's for. And then, and then again, Los and Chico and Fly, they're not going to make anybody uncomfortable. We want to uplift you and put you, they're, they're just throwing oops to all these artists to make them comfortable. We don't right. want you to feel like you dancing on the table, bro. Like, it'll never be that for us. Yeah, that's but I, like we got a lot of people that we know personally that are artists mm-hmm. on that side of music who who wanted a platform like mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like, man, I, I want to come, I want to come kick it with y'all. I want to, I want to get on the couch. I, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. bro, I want to drop one of them songs or something. Yeah. We set up, we got a band right here, so yeah. it made sense to make sense. But even with the band, like our goal this year is to rebrand them as our, our version of the Roots. You know, so we can do live albums with some of these artists. We want to launch eighty five South Records or whatever we call it, and Chico be the president of that A and R albums. Don't give them too much. I'm on <laughs> <laughs> nah. Lowe's, how'd you get in the stocks? How did I get in the stocks? Uh, let me see. The first, well, my introduction, my introduction to stocks was the Bitcoin. Boom. Okay. Um, probably what was that? Like, like 2017? 2017. Yeah. We was there. Yeah. It was probably like at the end piece of 16, though. Okay. Because my guy had been telling me, man, bodies, 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 bodies. And I was like, all right. So I bought a lot of it. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then you remember that one day where that shit just like went. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I got all my money out of it. Not all of it. I lost a little. Ooh, I, but I got, I got the <laughs> remaining money. And I was like, this, this is too volatile. This is too quick. Woo, this is quick. So I started making like these. Uh, I, I got the Robin Hood joint. And I started just buying like. You know, the shit that, of course, that they all, you should buy stock in Nike. You should. So I started <laughs> with the, you know, some lower end shit. And then I found this, um, it was like this mineral company. It was probably like seven cents a share. And then I bought a gang of it. And then in like a year, that shit shot up so much. I ended up making about 15, 20 off of that. And I was like, Yo, oh, wait, man, wait, wait, moment, moment of silence. 
He just told us about some numbers. He never talks numbers. This is old. Okay. <laughs> but I'm saying, just for me, like, with no knowledge, like, like not having to talk yeah, to nobody, yeah, yeah. and it's just like, I better hurry up and cash this out, because this, <laughs> this went from, like, a nine cents to niggas some racks. Yeah. So the, that shit just went crazy. And I was like, I'm in forever. So, I, you know, I took that bread and I bought some. Netflix and some Amazon, Netflix, some Google, you know, the, the alphabets. Yeah. <laughs> and then I started seeing like, okay, if you do this, oh, oh. so that's yeah. what really, so, you know, end of 2016. How, how'd that, how'd that feel talking. like, I know you obviously was working. Oh, I thought I was a genius. <laughs> like I'm buying stocks and making money. Ain't nobody told me shit. I thought I was a genius. <laughs> Literally. So I started getting the education checking out some podcasts and, uh, start watching Shark Tank like crazy, <laughs> man. Anything with the money, I started trying to get my my education up about it. Yeah, because I always knew one day I wanted to have a whole lot of it, and it's like I needed to start building the house for it to live in. So that's one. Like I, people always talk about financial literacy, man. You got to be, you have to know what to do with the money when you get it, yeah. how to spend it, how to invest it, what to spend it on, and I, and I've. That's been my whole crash course with it and really had no formal, you should do this, no insider trading and no shit. <laughs> but for the, the little bit of knowledge that I did acquire and accumulate, I still function off of it. But that was my introduction to it. They fucked up when they let me make a return. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. Once you saw green, it was Because after I started, I was like, man, mm -hmm. this what they sell? These the niggas who put the glue on the on the fucking <laughs> mascara thing and oh this company gonna go. They sell they sell zippers in China and shoestrings. I be buying all kind of stupid ass stuff. <laughs> like nigga, I gotta buy Q-tips. People gonna have ears. I gotta invest in Johnson and Johnson. Motherfucker gonna have ears and feet forever. Babies are born every day. Johnson and Johnson cannot fail. Babies gotta wash their hair. <laughs> what they gonna wash the baby with when it come out the coach? Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> now that's a fact. And that's something I said on, we got a stock show called Market Money. I said that, like, it's addicting. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, you when see. you start to see some success in it, and now it's I like, got my money tied up in socks. Niggas always going to have feet. That's a fact. You we got socks? Got, socks. Okay. I got you 85 stocks. South socks. You got some? Mm-hmm. Send you some more. But, <laughs> <laughs> man, to tell you, I've, I've pushed to have 85 South show everything from styrofoam cups to socks. Keychains, panties, diapers, onesies. Ashtray. I got that. Ashtray. I got that. I'm always looking for somebody to make me a dope ashtray. I want somebody to make me a big ass ashtray, man. I'm tired of my shit knocking over. <laughs> Blunts, lighters. It's just whatever it is that I need or use in my life, I want it. I want my logo on it. Yeah, create that's your own. That's just it. Yeah. And that's just luckily I had enough people that loved me and us to support some of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's like the merch. You want to talk about the merch? We always talk about the merch. Uh, and that's yeah. been a whole, that ain't have shit to do with the podcast. Like, <laughs> that was a whole crash course for everybody. Chad yeah. spent a lot of, <laughs> a lot of countless nights trying to figure Chad, this yeah, shit out. Yeah, Chad, talk about the merch because you helped uh, us out. You gave us some counsel with our merch. Merch is something that's not as easy as it looks. Ooh, it's extremely so, complicated. Yeah. It's a headache. It's a hassle. It can be extremely. <laughs> Profitable, extremely unprofitable. Yeah, it's it's everything. That's all in your approach. Emotional yeah. situation. Well, for uh, <clears throat> merch for us, it's like a two part thing. The first two years, it really kept us independent. So you got to pay for Airbnbs and traveling, whatever, and pay people. 
That's what it was for us. So low supplemental really, income. Yeah, he 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 changed my mentality on it. Like it's another billboard for us. Yeah. So for if somebody's wearing that hoodie, they're gonna ask where you got it from, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that comes from the comedy world, yeah. believe it or not, because on when you're an amateur comedian and you're taking shows on the road, the way you supplement the income is you sell merch and t-shirts and DVDs, and you know you want that to be. That's your travel money, the money that you hustled up, you right. know, off the hand to hand. You don't never want to touch your show money or the check that they wrote you. You always want right. to make sure that this is where you're making your living. Because this is your, ain't no overhead. You bought all this already. So yeah. Whatever you spent on this merch or this, this hundred, these hundred CDs or these 20 t-shirts, like that's the money that you're making. Yeah. So, so the first two years, it kind of funded the scaling of the operation of that. And then I think I'd say about last year or year before that, we decided let's make this. This needs to be another line of business that you treat independently of the actual production. So then we, this one I started making the trips to L.A., understanding cutting sew fabrics, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but we treat now, like as we, we're rebranding our merchandise right now, and our goal is to be able to say once we're done on the other side of it, give us about another month. But the, 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 the goal is to create the team to where we have a creative director, we got a brand director, and this line of business services 85 South Show so that we can essentially service other clients because the collaboration game is what they do is they'll give you a check and then they'll mark up whatever. Where I want to be able to say is, hey, we'll pay wholesale, let us control the creative, and then we'll do our own markups. So we're creating our, we'll call it, you know, 85 apparel, merchandise, design, and creative to where if we got a Binding Means project, there's a whole product line that comes with that. If we got an 85 project, there's product line that comes with that. I look at us, like my mentality is now, we somewhere between a mixture of Master P and, and Walt Disney. So if you look at everything that Disney does, they got an idea, IP, they put that in film or animation, and now there's rides and there's toys and there's merchandise. Whole rollout. It's a whole rollout, and this is a whole line of business that lives separate of everything else, but it lives under the umbrella of Disney, you know? So that's how we look at merchandise. Now it's a company that services 85 South yeah. Show, Services Carlos Miller, services DC Young Fly. And it's just it. phase one. Wait till we yeah, really yeah. figure it out. We're, we're, we're not really where we want to be at. Yet. Is there a time when you decide, like, all right, now it's time to rebrand, or what, what, what's the determining factor in, in the rebranding process? <laughs> For us, it was trademarking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, you know. We started jumping too hard, and yeah. they was like, hey, man. That's how I tomahawk. Yeah. You start getting, you know, some of the that stuff. That ain't the Braves. You, yeah. And some of y'all know, like, you can do some stuff lo uh, uh, domestically, but when you're shipping some stuff from overseas, they got to go through customs and yeah. they got to go through their scanning process. And it's yeah. like, hey, but man, it just feels good sometimes when you when you know you're making waves and they sing, hey, man, we're going to cease and desist. We ain't going to sue you yet. Yeah. But then even if, if you look at BET, we put, like, a lot of those samples out there so people can get a taste for it. And yeah. Even, the, like, on a podcast, some of the stuff hanging up, but. COVID has slowed down. I'm sure y'all know this. Like, it's from manufacturing to development to production to shipping, bro. It's been. Ain't that right, Ben? It's, it's a headache, dude. It's, <laughs> it's like, you, you can do everything yeah. right, and it still ain't right. Yeah. Like, it doesn't. You just got to roll with the punch. Valuable. We're definitely going to go head first into that merch game, though. Yeah. But like, shout out to all the 85 percenters that have yeah, been supporting sure. since the first T-shirt, though. Yeah. And it's like the push from the fans when they come to your show and they like, Man, what else you got for sale? I done bought yeah. everything, man. I, That's crazy. We ain't got shit else new. Well, I'm going to buy four more of them bitches anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. like. Different level. Yeah, because people want that story that's attached to it. Yeah. And they want, like you said, they want to feel like they're a part of your movement. Yeah. So it ain't possible without them. Like we got loyal fans and loyal followers that's been 
pushing us and be like, hey man, call my cousin, man. Yeah. Hey, this dude right here can get y'all these. And one dude was like, man, let me let me just tell Los, I'm gonna send him a whole, I'm gonna give him this old school if he just let me sell the merch at my store <laughs> in Alabama. And I was like, what? He was like, look, I'm gonna give you the car. Send me four boxes of hoodies. You understand me? It's your car. <laughs> I, I was like, I, did you send it to him? I didn't because I like, <laughs> I, I didn't because I was like, <laughs> well, I did another old school. You didn't I didn't it. want that on my conscience, man. <laughs> Cause I didn't want somebody to hit me two weeks later and be like, you dead ass wrong for making that deal with my brother. <laughs> my uncle see now. You know my brother crazy, my he on them pills, man. He done gave you my mama car. Yeah, <laughs> but, hey, uh, uh, Troy, I'll, yeah. I'll say this too, dog. Like, it's it's funny, like how people receive Master P now. Like, he's like they don't know that he was really moving units. People younger than us, right? Mm -hmm. So, mm, Fane said they made four hundred million dollars in three years. Like, yeah. that's that, we can't even fathom that. Different you know? level. So, Los's thing is like, bro, we just do we doing this out the trunk, but like in the digital space. Yeah. So, P talks about product all the time, but he's doing rice or whatever that's not sexy sometimes but dog there's only so much work we can put in 24 hours but one thing we know about p if he's selling anything he's researched that Dude, so if yeah. this man's selling yeah. rice and noodles that means that the rice and noodle game is a billion dollar industry if i jump in there yeah. and i make 10 million shit i'm straight i'm straight yeah and i'm about to own it yeah and, and so and what, what i've also learned in being in a lot of these rooms that they don't deem you valuable enough to be in, but you know you're in them now. You learn that like the game that they play is they're looking at what runs the fastest and they're planting as many seeds as possible. So if you got 10 seeds planted, one's going to be out of here, two of them going to take their time, but eventually they all going to sprout. So we got merchandise, we got IP, we got product, we have a network and talent that we're getting invested into, uh, even real estate. And like all this stuff raises everybody's value. Yeah. So that you, you you know, when you sleep, merchandise is still doing what it's supposed to do. Yeah. You know? Or yeah. equity's doing what it's supposed to do. And then you learn the game of leveraging. I got some nice merch your damn self. These are tops and bottoms, ain't no <laughs> tops and bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be going home with them today. Yeah, man. <laughs> I Appreciate like the quality, man. Some nice double double stitching. You yeah. see this? Yeah. You doing anything? Shit pops, man. Shout out to the merch team. Appreciate it, yeah, man. They're they here with us. They got a whole operation. I know. I'm, I'm I'm familiar. I mean, I know what goes on. We don't have a factory yet, but you know, we don't either. No, we don't, we we'll, don't either. We'll send something to the PO box. <laughs> right. I got please hook me up, box man. Like, hook me up. So what's 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 next? What's what's the vision for eighty five media? Which am I, am which I allowed to actually say it, or you want me to give the interview version? Go ahead, man. No, I don't give them the sauce. Just tell them what we might just <laughs> say some. Man, we working on a country music album. Yeah. <laughs> we doing some production Yo. for Lady Gaga. Okay. Nah, we working on, we trying to get to the movie space. Like, I feel yeah. like that's the yeah. ultimate, the ultimate, you know what I mean? Like, we want to get into some movies and some TV shows and and take the whole BT Hip Hop Awards experience to another platform. That was fly. You get what I'm saying? That was fly. I don't want, I was like, I felt like that was a, a worldwide audition for us just to show them that we responsible enough to be Trusted with a production this big, yeah. So mm -hmm. we definitely want to capitalize off that, and then we want to we we want to do the we want to replicate what Tyler Perry got going on. Yeah, we want a studio and, and things of that nature, and a few deals right. and some, some digital. 
Go ahead, Chad. Chad wants, Chad wants to say it. <laughs> no, he won't, look, he won't, he won't, I'm trying to over talk him so he don't Well, you know, we actually Chad close. Won't give it away. Chad, give it away for him, man. man don't nah, give look, it no, look, look, I wasn't going to say that. We just put out our first independent film, our first independent comedy film. It's called By Any Means. You can go to 85 South. Who's Show in it? Starring Carlos Miller, written by Carlos Miller, produced by Carlos Miller, directed by Joseph Newman. But you can, uh, that's our first foray into the independent space of putting out um, feature films and direct-to-consumer products, um, et cetera, et cetera. And it's doing pretty well. So we're, we're working through the binding means six-month mi- six project, and then we want to be able to license out that content as well. Um, and like Lo said, getting into independent films. We actually just closed on our first commercial real estate. Yeah, man. Congratulations um, so, on that. Congratulations. So we're going to have a- Cover it up. Yeah. I was saving it. I wasn't going to say nothing. I, I was <laughs> going to wait until I got in yeah. there and I was going to go live and I was going to talk shit yeah. and I was going to call everybody well, a this, bunch this, of bitches. This is, this is like a very specific <laughs> audience. So it's all good. We still I was gonna, about to get real yeah. disrespectful, but so, you told them. So you got a factory? Yeah. I got one. Man. Yeah. I was going to stand actually like my- I was going to start at like the loading dock. Yeah. <laughs> and I was going to go- Loading all the way to the front door, just talking shit, <laughs> popping yeah. champagne, an empty building. Yeah, I was just, man, it's gonna, that's gonna be the first you shit. Just picked do. up the keys this week, yeah. so um, we getting into animation. We about to partner with some animation. Ooh, we studio. got a dope ass cartoon. Yeah, we got it. We actually have a cartoon we've already developed, but now we got a Roche Motel feature film. Roche Motel. Um, yeah, I want yeah, everybody to check Motel. it out. Go check that out. Starring Los Fly. We've been, we haven't she made goes. like we just been dropping clips up yeah. until now, and we yeah. like we got some kind of long form co- uh, content. But the shit is so dope. And it's like, now we're just building it and trying to get it out. Shout out to DJ Filthy Rich. Yeah. And um, we're trying to get over there across the street. Over, no, y'all on 8th, so it's right over there. Ca- uh, the Cartoon Network actually on the street. Over yeah, 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 yeah. Here, so yeah. we would talk to Can you giving us our location? You all got to drop on us. <laughs> Yo. Yo. Yeah. Boy, it's on 8th no, and 7th. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, oh, the Turner building is yeah, right we, around we the corner. It's gas Don't station worry, right. five <laughs> blocks away. I mean, you're in my city. <laughs> just hit the dump button. Yeah. No, just tell me, earn your leisure. You're, no worries. Don't let you out. Don't worry about it. Yeah, but uh, nah, just as a company, we're playing more executive and producer this year. That's our plan. We still got a tour that's on hold. COVID slowed that down. Yeah. So when we can pick the tour back up, we'll be running full speed with that. But in the meantime, we're building the infrastructure. We're going to be hiring soon. We're going to keep putting these episodes out. We're going to keep getting in the studio. We're going to keep making dope-ass shows. And we're going to keep trying to feed the fans and create new content. You know what I'm saying? We're going to keep helping independently owned businesses. We're going to keep creating and bringing our partners up and jumping on podcasts and Earning our leisure and all <laughs> Earning our 85. Sleep is for suckers. Shout out to my man David over there. I Shout thought he was in here with us, man. He ain't been holding it down for a minute. That's a fact. Hell That's yeah. Fact. Y'all, fact. That, that, y'all added that to the to the network, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Y'all here, Sleep is for suckers. Yeah, yeah. But dog, I would tell y'all, man, like, I'm so. Bro, we got to get David in, on the show, man. Easy. You got to come for our That's um, done. Um, Black Business Expose. That's done. Come and lace us with some game. But I tell y'all, nigga, man. I know eat the big bag of Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this nigga, we talk all that shit, but he still got vices. That nigga loves Doritos. That nigga loves Doritos. If he get, he gonna speak. He better invest in them, man. Dorito Dave. Real. I'll tell y'all. I'll tell y'all, bro. Like I'm such a supporter of y'all and anybody that's creating anything that they can control and own. Because, like, think about the '90s, bro. We was watching, we was watching everything from Martin to um, Jamie Foxx show, and there was like, yep. there was a palette of things for us to watch and experiences and I think like a new age of media creators are you know are 
involved in it. Oh, check this out. I got to say this while we on here because you brought up the 90s and that shit, bro. People don't understand that the dude Jaleel White. Yeah. And this dude was killing shit in the 90s. Right. Mm-hmm. This nigga was, he had the Family Matters show. He had Urkel. Nigga had the cereal. This nigga was the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Like, he had, he a had the figure game like a in a whole chokehold. Yeah. So that's where, my where, dog. Where did too. that come from? Where did that come from? Because when he was bringing up all the shit we was watching, I'm like, <laughs> niggas just, I mean, I'd be high, but like, niggas be sleep on Jaleel White. That nigga like yeah. a billionaire in my mind. You, you know what's so crazy? When he's a big supporter, so he tagged us, and I'm like, I tell, I'm like, yo, Urkel. I'm like, Jaleel White. They're like, yo, that's monumental. I'm like, yo, that's OD monumental. Shout out to Jaleel Monumentous. White. Monumentous. 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 Fucking yeah. right. Carlos, <laughs> one last question before we wrap this up. Is that your real name, Carlos? Yeah. So it's interesting. In the South, Killer Mike's middle name is Santiago. Your your name is Carlos. Yeah. How, are you Mexican? Like, I'm half not. Mexican? How did that make you Mexican? I'm mixed. Mixed for what? I'm half nigga, half black. <laughs> <laughs> no, my daddy, one, my daddy, a real nigga, and my mother is a strong <laughs> black woman. So mix them together. Yeah, I'm mixed. <laughs> Carlos, there you have it. <laughs> so, how, what would y'all like to tell the people? Um, yeah, what, what, y'all what would I like to tell the people? Keep the, keep people mouth off your privates. Edit <laughs> <laughs> that. Edit that out. No, nah, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. I would I would tell people for real. Oh, don't never stop pursuing your dreams, man. As long as you got breath in your body. And you still got the passion to do something. Cause I know it's like, it's a lot of people out there who who have a dream right now and they sleeping on it every night. And that shit is killing them. It's like, it's taking, that's the shit that's keeping them up all night. Like just knowing that you have something great inside of you and you're trying to repress or suppress that so you can live in the bubble that you're comfortable in. Getting going to work, getting that check every week, and living, you know, the life that you live. But it's Everybody got a purpose, man. And once you pursue your passion, that's when you really living. And it's not just about money or a dollar amount. It's like when you out there in the world and you're doing what you want to do and you're pursuing your passion and your dreams, no amount of money can replace that. Like that's that's the extent of living. And that's what they really mean when they say freedom, man. Yeah. yeah. That's it. There you have yeah. it. I I want to give y'all y'all flowers now. I heard last night, man, in five years, you've missed three episodes. I don't think people really understand the level of consistency and dedication it takes to do something like that. And again, like we said last night, out of all the podcasts out there, shout out to Million Dollars Worth of Game and Wild well, You Gilly. saw us on there? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> shout out to them. But just, just showing love, man. Like, like I said, the first time we met Chad, I mean, we two dudes from Greenberg, New York. So for him to see us and say like, yo, I got to meet them. I got to talk to them. I got guidance I can give to them. Yeah. I mean, it it still sticks with us. Like we said, we still talk about the ideas he said to us. I remember him like, yo, he's shining a light on your bald head. That's not going to look great on camera. And I'm just like, oh, damn, yo, we got to change how we do the lighting. Yo, we got to upgrade these the cameras. We can't be using the phones no more. So just that level of guidance coming from where he's coming from and where y'all was at, I was just like, yo, damn, the amount of love that y'all showed, man. I'm just gonna, I wanted to thank y'all personally. Yeah. And I got to give Chad a shout out and Weezy from Horrible Decision. They both reached out to Charlemagne and that's the first time I actually spoke to Charlemagne. So yeah. 
Oh it, yeah, that they made that. They, he's actually responsible for that whole situation. So. And on top of that, no, man, I'm not, y'all but, responsible for that. Yeah. We don't thank God for that, right? Yeah, yeah. And 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 when we needed a, a entertainment lawyer, we didn't even know it was like an entertainment oh, yeah, lawyer. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Amy. Chad was like, "Yo, Amy I, Rayfo, I, we we got somebody for you." And shout so like, yeah, shout shout out to you for yeah, that. We yeah, Amy, have, we Amy's our have, people. Gotta have her on the show. But yeah. see, this it's this that's those are the type of things that we're gonna push to keep going forward. It's like. Like when you say that somebody who doesn't have an entertainment lawyer, you're gonna be like, "Ooh, I can't afford that." You need to go and talk to these folks, man, and, and show them that you're serious about having one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Step your whole. Amy said the like, same thing about yeah. that too. She was like, "Wait, when I, I tell these people Chad coming, they be like, oh, no. <laughs> Chad, <laughs> but he bought his business, man. He bought his business. Yeah. Chad, yeah. you want to tell them your social media handles? Nah, I'm cool. Nah, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell them first. I'll I'll tell them all the time. It's not gonna. It's not gonna work like that, man. However, however much you try to play the background, we still we we gonna blast this out. Where people know who Biggs is from Rockefeller. That's fact. They know. There is no escaping this shit, bro. This industry is humongous. Yeah, I see Charlemagne screaming. And the more you try to avoid that shit, the more people gonna pursue you. I appreciate that, but don't do that again. (laughs) You shout with Chad Dave. I said, "Oh, dog, they got you all over." Man, what did Los put online? Like, I got DMs of people like, "Bro, hire me." I'm like, "Man, somebody posted something, and I finally figured out." Like, damn. Damn. (laughs) We always looking to expand and and link up with some dope ass people, though, man. You know, but you know, with the world uh, slowing down right now, we really, really just focused in house, man, taking Mm -hmm. that shit back to the. Back to the basics. But, you know, once the world opens up, we back on their ass. And we can really open up our platform and try to add a few more people to the team and change their life, too, man. Let's go. send some people over here to y'all, We need more media, bro. We need more people that's pushing buttons. We need more people that's controlling the opportunities so you can control your community. Communities, we make change comes from leverage, and you create leverage through community. Yep. That's a fact. That's mm-hmm. it. Don't worry and about the all the money. creators. Open your platform yeah. up and have other Create guests community. and other creators on there, man. Put all that sneak hating in. All the change, all the change you want <laughs> to throwing shade, leverage, whatever the fuck you. they do. Build your leverage up before you worried about building your brand up, dog. Yeah. Love is love. Appreciate y'all, brothers, man. Troy, housekeeping items. Yeah. Shout out to everybody on Patreon.com. Y'all know that's our proud to pay program. Uh, shout out to everybody that is a tier five member. Y'all know y'all have access to EYL University, the number one. School for Business and Entrepreneurism in the World. Uh, shout out to all our earners and everybody that's been supporting the merch, that that fine quality double stitch merch. <laughs> double stitch. <laughs> double stitch merch. We appreciate all your support. And thank you. Um, obviously, we, we expressed it on, on this episode and Chad said the same. Obviously, with COVID, there's been delays, but y'all have been extremely patient and um, and in your support and level of support and understanding. So, again, we, we greatly appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, that's a fact. Hey, man, shout out to y'all, bro. I can't say it enough. I listen to y'all. I consume y'all's media often. Like, I'm on Market Mondays now. That's I'm a fact. Hey, yeah, yeah, that's a fact. Hey, bro, that's put me on, bro, because I don't really understand what y'all saying just yet. Just tell me where to go. So, <laughs> yeah. Nah, you know really, what? Man. It's the love. Because we, we we went to yesterday to your spot, and everybody that's part of the team, they was like, yo, I'm tapped in. I'm tuning yeah. in. I binge-watched the episodes. da 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 So, yeah, we got a lot of support from the team over yeah. there, man. So appreciate y'all yeah. for sure. Hey, man, and this any anything that y'all need from us on our side, Easy. anything. Listen, I mean, not like no money or no shit. I'm <laughs> sending y'all none of my hard earned paper. <laughs> but uh, on some real shit, man. If y'all need anything on our side, you know what I mean? Advice, uh, if these people good at night, man, y'all more than welcome to 
You know what I'm saying? And I hope it's the same on both sides because y'all over here getting money. I see right now. <laughs> you, know, you got the double stitches, man. I know what them double stitches hitting for, bro. So yeah, man, y'all keep us in the loop and we're going to definitely stay in the loop with y'all and we're going to keep this network moving. Definitely. That's it, bro. Appreciate you. Thank so, you guys for rocking with us. We'll yes, see sir. you next week. Peace. Peace. Yeah. My graduates from my school being Forbes. Backdrop. Backdrop. <laughs> A mic drop. Bag drop. Bag drop. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.